0: Warrior Woman, welcome back to the Warrior School podcast. This is episode 232. I can't stop smiling when I hit record and I just, I love doing this podcast. It brings me, it just turns me on. Uh, It brings me so much joy and I think thoroughly look forward to Wednesdays and so when I set myself up and I hit that record button I've just got this massive smile on my face because I love the work that I do I love it and I love that I get to spend this time with you and I love that you have me in your ears thanks for whacking me in your ears or on the I was gonna say the iPod (laughs) But not the iPod. You could have an iPod. That would be really impressive if you had an iPod. We should bring back the iPod. Um, I'm a fan of anything that doesn't have a screen. Uh, So bring back the iPod or your, you know, radio station in the car. I know I'm not on the radio, but I'm coming through the speakers of your car or your headphones somewhere. Thank you. Thank you for whacking me in your ears. It's a pleasure. I need to give a shout out to Wendy who wrote me this delicious email uh, earlier in the week and she was just writing to let me know that she's been in the world for a while and she's listened to the podcast. She just purchased my Conquer Your First Pull-Up course and she's listened, she listened to the podcast so she knows that it was, you know, quite the... Uh, adventure to birth that uh, baby into the world. And so she was just extending her thanks. And uh, I just wanted to say thank you, Wendy. I love getting your emails. I love them. I get so excited. I love hearing from you. You know, I love when you DM me. I love the feedback that I get about the podcast. And so I just want to let you know, I read every email. I read every message. And I love hearing from you. So if you ever just want to say hola, hi, uh, I love that. If you ever just want to tell me about your training, I also love that. Uh, And as I always say on the outro, I believe, because we ditched the intro, uh, (laughs) you know, share, share your biggest takeaways with me uh, on, yeah, on the episode that you are listening to and I read every damn message and I get turned on by every damn message so send them my way thank you Wendy for your delicious feedback enjoy the cool thing about that course uh, is that there is a channel I'm using circle which is my community platform uh, and There's a course on share your progress and wins. So as you all trickle in after purchasing the course, I highly recommend that you use that channel. I will read every damn message and answer every question uh, on that channel. Also, you can send your videos in and I can see your progress when it comes to the pull up and conquering that baby. Uh, So holla, holla to Wendy. She's over in uh, Ireland, which is really cool. I also have a warrior that is from from that part of the world. Okay, so today we're going to talk about pressure and power. Pressure creates power. This podcast topic idea concept came from two different places. We're actually doing Warrior Queen Play to Win, which is our second Warrior Queen challenge. Uh, The first one we ran at the start of the year. We're wrapping up the year with Warrior Queen 2.0 Play to Win. We are in week seven. It's been so cool. The Warriors are finishing out 2023. 2023, yes. They are finishing out 2023 in their fittest and finest form, uh, which is so cool to watch them and lead them in week one. So what I have them do, they, it's actually, I've spoken about the challenge a little bit before, but they are, they have points that they have to accumulate and, you know, they have, uh, Uh, plan and a strategy for their training and for their nutrition and then they have uh, a bunch of bonus points that they can get and one of them is that they jump on circle and share their win for the week we have a yeah a channel or a space in there and it's really cool one it's really cool to watch other women train and two it's so cool to actually hear what uh hear other women's wins It's that's one of my favorite parts of this work is watching these women win at this health and fitness game because sometimes we don't feel like we're winning. It feels like it's kicking our butt Uh, or we diminish our wins and it's cool to read what other women are claiming as a win Uh, and so they have to do that anyway. Week one, Kylie, who is one of my uh, OG warriors. Kylie and I have been together for three years now, over three years, I think. Uh, she wrote her week one win. The title of it was "Gentle Pressure." She was just coming off the back of a. She's come off the back of a really stressful year, but she was coming off the back of being sick uh, and you know there was a few things happening in her world that weren't in the plan to prepare her well to start warrior queen 2.0 she actually couldn't participate in the last one because she was in a car accident told you her year didn't start off uh the funnest and it there were moments of great but it was a pretty rocky ride for her this year so she was really excited for this Warrior Queen 2.0, and she was getting ready to prepare, you know, for the challenge. But then, obviously, didn't go to plan. She got sick, and a bunch of things happened. And in the wind, she wrote that she was applying gentle pressure to herself, and she was going to show up and start the uh, challenge. And I loved this. I love these two words. I love these two words together. So I noted it down in my notebook, gentle pressure. And then I sat with that and I was thinking about that for a good week or so. This was around the time that I was also creating the Conquer Your First uh, Strict Pull-Up course. And I put a deadline on myself. I said the 30th of September, like I was planning and started working on this course before I went to Australia in May, and I, it was the original plan was meant to get it out in June, I believe, or July, but <laughs> didn't go to plan. And so I put a deadline on myself, which was the 30th of September, and I met the deadline. It launched on that day. But while I was working on it and I was, I obviously had the deadline, what came up for me was, uh, you know, setting the, the, this idea of sprints that I've spoken about before and that I often do in my business and in my work. I did a podcast sprint earlier this year where I did 13 episodes in 16 days. Uh, I've spoken about sprints before on, on the potty. So I was thinking about deadlines, I was thinking about sprints and how they are forms of pressure. Like I applied pressure to myself by setting a deadline. And when I created that podcast sprint and I, you know, uh, put it out there into the world that that's what I was doing and committed to that, made the plan and the promise to myself, I put the pressure on myself to do that So I've been kind of spinning around with these ideas of pressure and I want to talk about pressure today and I want to talk about how pressure creates power. I want to talk about applying pressure, the right type of pressure, when we might apply it, the importance of pressure, the different types of pressure. But first I have a question for you. When you think of pressure, what comes to mind for you? Like the word, what you know, what words come up for you? What thoughts, what feelings come up for you when I say the word pressure? You can just hit hit a hot pause here if you want on the podcast, maybe just really sit with it for a couple of minutes. Uh, I brought this up on a live coaching call a few weeks ago inside of Warrior School, and it was such a cool uh, idea to have a. We had a really cool conversation about it. And I asked my warriors this question, which was, what, what do you think of when I say the word pressure? What comes to mind for you? So when I was marinating in this idea, a few things came to mind for me. So originally, what came up was this idea of deadlines and doing sprints, um, applying pressure, different types of pressure. So soft pressure, deep pressure. Uh, the right type of pressure, you know, when we might apply it, how do we know, is it important, is it detrimental? These were some initial thoughts that came up. And then I thought, okay, I think the way I see it, we have external pressure and we have internal pressure. So we have external pressure, which is pressure from society. So societal pressure or uh, pressure from the culture, We have pressure from others, uh, expectations from others, which feels like a form of pressure. So pressure to maybe perform in a job or in a certain sport or in a role. And then we have internal pressure. And that's the pressure that we place on ourselves. You know me, I love to go and look for the root of the word. Like what's the root meaning of the word? And so when I (laughs) typed pressure in... It was very dark uh, and I thought, okay, this is, I totally have to do a podcast uh, episode on this idea of pressure because when I looked up the root of the word, (laughs) this is what came up. Suffering, anguish, act or fact of pressing on the mind or heart. Oppression, torture, anguish, press. The literal meaning act or fact of pressing in a physical sense, moral or mental coercing force, exertion of authority or influence, urgency, demand on one's time or energies. And then, in a scientific sense, uh, in the form of physics, it's force per unit of area exerted over a surface and towards the interior. <laughs> I told you, like really negative, negative connotation, yeah? Like suffering, anguish, you know, pressing. Uh, and I thought, oh, that's really interesting because the way that I perceive pressure is quite different to the root uh, of the words. When I think of pressure, I think of positive pressure, like pressure that I place on myself uh, to do better work, to do, you know, more work, to create, create more. Uh, I think of pressure as create like demand, but demanding in a way that, yes, is celebrating what I've done and what I've achieved, but also demanding more from myself and placing the pressure on myself to do better. You know, when I create something, I want to really look at that and, yes, celebrate what I've created. But I also want to demand more of myself I want to do better and I want to place that pressure on myself so I don't view it as a way as like an act of suffering or anguish or a place of oppression or force or torture but when I ask my warriors and maybe what came up for you is that you view pressure or your experience with pressure hasn't been really positive it's been really negative negative. And maybe that's your experience with external pressure. So the pressure that you feel maybe from uh, society or from the culture or your religion or your upbringing or your parents or pressure from others in your lives, uh, the expectation that is, you know, placed upon you. Or maybe that's also and or the internal pressure that you place on yourselves to Uh, perform a certain way or for it to be perfect Uh, and so this is what we're we're gonna we're gonna talk about today so I have some more questions for you one what's your experience with pressure so what is your experience with external pressure and internal pressure what's your pressure story two what pressures do you feel from society or from the culture Three, where are you getting pressure from others? So how does it feel? And four, what pressure do you place on yourself? And how does that feel? Again, maybe hit pause and sit with those four questions. So the first one was, what's your experience with pressure? Your past experience, your pressure story. The second one was, what pressures do you feel from society, from the culture? The third is, uh, where are you getting pressure from others from? So where is it coming from? Who's it coming from? And how is it feeling for you? And the last one is, what pressure do you place on yourself? And what type of pressure is it? How does it feel? What came up for me when I was thinking about this was that the, the, there is this art of giving and receiving feedback, which a lot of us don't have. And I was so grateful to learn from John, my business coach, uh, many years ago now, I think close to probably six or seven years ago, in his first uh, business coaching program, we did a whole, uh, I guess it was topic or focus on the art of feedback of giving and receiving feedback. And it is an art. And I think pressure is the same. There is an art to it. So, for example, John is my business coach and I pay him to teach me how to run and grow a business, but I pay him to apply pressure to me. But I can't just rely on him applying pressure to me because I also have the responsibility to apply pressure on myself to grow my business And the other example is the warriors pay me to apply pressure to them. But they also have to learn how to apply pressure to themselves in order to achieve their desires or what they want in their health and their training. The problem is, is that the pressure that's been placed on us that is and has been from the culture, from society, from maybe our upbringing or our religion or, you know, our parents or maybe even now we're experiencing pressure from our boss or, you know, from, from others in our lives. Often that that is not a positive experience because the people applying the pressure don't know how to do it artfully. And that is the role of a really good coach. Is the coach is there to lead you in your business or your training. The coach is there to apply pressure to you and all the coach is there to help you learn how to apply pressure to yourself so you can achieve what you want to achieve. Then one of your responsibilities is to be able to apply pressure to yourself, uh, for you to know how and when to apply pressure, what type of pressure you are applying to yourself. For example, with my warriors, I always invite them to show up to the practice, to show up with curiosity. The mind will base... uh, The mind will try to predict how it's going to go based on past experience. So for example, maybe a month ago, we didn't sleep that great and we showed up to our training and we had a really crappy training session or maybe at a certain time in our cycle, we have found a pattern that, you know, sometimes training doesn't feel that great around this time in our cycle. And maybe we're at that time right now and then we get this hesitation whether or not we should show up to the practice. So I always invite my warriors show up and show up with curiosity. This is a form of gentle pressure. So they are putting the pressure on themselves to keep the promise that they made to themselves. And that was to create a consistent training practice. And then their other promise that they make to themselves is to always show up but they're doing it with a curiosity and then they're also they they have the the skill set or they have the permission to modify and adapt their training based on what's going on and so the 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 knowledge and the confidence to do that and the permission that they give themselves even before they start their training uh, allows, that, that's, that's essentially how it's gentle pressure. Now, what would be negative pressure or harsh pressure or deep pressure or unhelpful pressure would be that they had to follow the plan perfectly and they forced themselves to do it and they guilted themselves into it or they didn't have the knowledge or the confidence to adapt the training session or they didn't give themselves permission to do that prior to the session. And so then they get attached to following the program perfectly. Kind of uh, perfectionism and pressure, they they play on each other and often the it's not a positive form of pressure that we're putting on ourselves when we're dancing with perfectionism and so when we get attached to this idea of it having to be perfect uh, that's when we potentially put that heavy deep uh unhelpful pressure on ourselves but if we learn that okay we're going to always show up and we're going to come in with curiosity We're going to give ourselves permission to adapt and modify the plan or the strategy based on what's going on. That is beautiful pressure because we do want to be true to our word. We want to try and keep our promise of showing up. Now, of course, sometimes it's really going to go to shit and (laughs) it's better to have the humility to walk away or not train at all. But mostly what what you want to do is you want to set up a positive pressure environment for yourself when it comes to your training. And you can even do that within your training. So this month, we're talking a lot about progressive overload and how how to do it with ease and confidence to allow all of the warriors to progress in a more efficient and effective way with their training. Now, we could view progressive overload as a form of pressure. When we show up to our training, we want to apply progressive overload to every training session, to every movement. And that is a form of gentle pressure. We want to show up and try really damn hard every training session because that is going to help us move towards what we want, our desire so pressure can be a really positive thing. The problem isn't the pressure, I don't believe. I think the problem is, is that when we are not clear on our vision, who we are, and when we don't believe in ourselves, and we don't believe that we are the woman who can achieve what she wants, so we get pushed around by the external pressures of society, Or we place this type of pressure on ourselves that comes from this you're not enough and this forceful, hateful, uh, darker type of place that is really unhelpful and not very powerful at all. When we are clear on what we want, who we are. When we believe that we are the woman that can achieve what she wants, we, the only pressure we get to feel is the pressure we place on ourselves or the pressure placed on us by someone who we have invited into our world to place pressure on us. And that pressure is powerful. Powerful. So what if pressure is power or what if pressure gives you power? Bringing in the idea that I have that it's and. You, everything that I do, everything I create, everything I put out in the world, uh, I think do better. You can do better. You can demand more from yourself but i also celebrate myself and so we always want to hold this idea of and and why wouldn't you want to do better (laughs) that's my question Uh, why wouldn't you want to do better why wouldn't you want that really cool powerful pressure why wouldn't you want to place that on yourself we uh we don't have a lot of time here and we can do some really cool stuff in this life. We can create some really cool stuff. We can build businesses. We can build powerful relationships. We can make a difference, make an impact. And so why would you? we not want to do better? Why would we not want to place pressure on ourselves? Why would we not want to place deadlines on ourselves? Uh, and we just need to learn how to do it in the idea of and, and we need to claim our wins, we need to celebrate ourselves, and we also want to do better. We also want to apply pressure. So, some of us are scared by this idea of pushing ourselves, or we're really hesitant to apply pressure because that means that we actually have to show up and do the work. And what if we fail? So the fear of failure uh, comes up a lot when I talk about this. Also, if you think about it, maybe from a training perspective, the fear of like applying pressure or pushing harder in our training, what often comes up is this fear of injury or not having enough energy to make it through the rest of the session or the rest of the day. Uh, And that holds us back and so it's learning how can we push ourselves in a really positive way? How can we apply gentle pressure? And when do we know when to do that? And what are the, the signs that we, we need gentle pressure placed on uh, us by someone else or we really need to kind of get with the program and <laughs> apply gentle pressure to ourselves, With the training example, looking at, okay, if the fear is injury or not having enough energy that is holding you back from progressing your training or pushing yourself, we've got to unpack that, that fear of injury or not having enough energy. Like, where is that story coming from? Where's the belief coming from? Is it a true story? What's the biofeedback saying? What's the data saying? What if we actually committed to applying the pressure and showing up to the practice and pushing ourselves, but with this curiosity of, we don't know, yeah, maybe we don't have enough energy to, uh, completely finish the session, or maybe our energy drops towards the end of the day, uh, We won't know that until we actually do it and in order to do it we've got to apply a little bit of pressure to ourselves to show up to that training and to push ourselves beyond our comfort level. Really applying pressure is about discomfort. When I was doing 13 podcast episodes in 16 days that was really uncomfortable but the further I got in, I found a rhythm and I built the capacity and the bandwidth for it, which I speak about a lot. And this is why applying gentle pressure at the start can be really helpful as we build our tolerance and resilience and capacity to be able to tolerate more pressure. The stronger our nervous system, the stronger our uh, metabolic health is, the more resilience and tolerance we have, we can handle things like pressure. We can handle sprints. Uh, We can handle blocks of pushing really hard. So many women ask me, well, how do I apply that positive pressure, that gentle pressure? How do I not be so hard on myself myself? And I'm always like, it's, I don't think being hard on yourself is a bad thing. It's a bad thing if it doesn't come with claiming your wins and celebrating yourself. It's a bad thing when you aren't clear on what you want and who you are. Uh, It's a bad thing when you don't believe that you can achieve what you want. So you get pushed around by the pressures of society. You know, you follow the trends. uh, You... You know, it's a bad thing when you have people in your life that don't know how to artfully apply pressure or haven't you haven't given them permission to apply pressure to you. It is a great thing when you have a strong foundation, when you have a strong nervous system, when you are clear on who you are, your vision, your desires, when you believe that you are the woman that can achieve what she wants When you invite people into your world who are good at at applying pressure and that they have been invited in, you are giving them permission to apply pressure to you. That pressure is powerful and I would argue that we need more of that. We need to apply more powerful pressure to ourselves Yes, we're on the long way home, but we also want to make that journey efficient and effective. We want to make that journey powerful. And I believe pressure is a really important tool in in our journey, in this stuff, in helping us achieve our vision and our desires. And so I think it's really important for us to check ourselves sometimes. Uh, Carson and I were having quite a funny conversation the other day about training and how He's just started a new program, but he has this tendency to be very conservative in his training uh, where he holds back a lot and he doesn't push himself uh, as hard as he could. And so this week he's been really learning, uh, learning a lot about himself and about that and one of the things that I do really well, and that was really taught to me, I guess, by my coach, and now just doing it for so long, pressure takes practice. Uh, like anything that we we want to develop and get good at, we need patience and we need to practice it for so long. And this is train training again has really taught me this, taught me a lot about pressure and I am very good at applying pressure to myself in my training. I'm very good at pushing hard and I'm very good at pushing hard in my business and applying that pressure to myself. I don't really need it to come from an external source. And I also don't feel the pressure from society. You know, I'm 36 years old. I haven't followed the traditional trajectory uh, that, you know, is really laid out by the culture or society society. You know, I uh, don't own a house, I'm not married, I don't have kids, uh, I don't want children, uh, you know, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur, I created, created my own business, I very much didn't follow that path and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with a traditional path. I, my only question is, is did you feel pressure to follow that path? And we can change the path at any time. That's really cool. It's in our power. We have that choice uh, to do that. And that's even, you know, with our training and our health. Are you feeling the pressure from certain people or from your social media, uh, from, you know, the people that you're following to do things a certain way? And is that helpful? You know, is that helpful pressure that you're feeling or what if you actually stepped away from the consumption and you got someone in your life that uh, could apply gentle pressure or the right type of pressure to you with your health and fitness and help you learn lead you through that and learn this skill what happens normally is that then we we realize the problem isn't pressure we realize that okay it was that you know i wasn't clear on my vision and who i was and what i wanted i didn't believe in myself um i didn't have the right type of people in my life applying the right type of pressure and so the we we just we just need to learn okay when do i apply pressure when do i take the pressure off uh what type of pressure is it do I need gentle pressure (laughs) do I need some deep pressure and a bit of a reality check uh, which we all need sometimes like when we fall into that black hole and we get really stuck there's nothing more uh, powerful than having someone there that can apply that you know deep good type of pressure of like okay time to get out get out of the hole let's let's go let's keep moving forward let's keep progressing that 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 pressure is is really cool and I've always done really well with uh, more deep um, pressing I don't want to say harsh type of pressure direct direct pressure <laughs> what makes me I think a lot about massaging so Carson's an RMT a practitioner. And does a lot of soft tissue work. And so the idea of pressure comes up a lot in his work around, you know that's too much pressure, uh, more gentle pressure, or people's discomfort with discomfort. Like people have a really hard time feeling sensations in their body and they think the sensation is bad, or discomfort is bad or pain is bad. It's just that your your relationship to it, is what we need to change over time. The only way we can change a relationship to something is by like showing up and being curious, applying forms of gentle pressure to do the work, uh, to make the change, be patient with it. So I would invite you to think about pressure this week. Where might you be able to apply a little bit more pressure to yourself? uh in your health in your fitness in your training where might you you know could you go on a sprint and do something could you push yourself a little bit harder and of course we always want to balance that out with the recovery and (laughs) that's important but yeah that's it that's all I got for you today pressure is power and you can use it it's like a superpower when you apply the right type of pressure at the right time on the right project or the right goal it will blow your damn mind you will blow your damn mind of what you're capable of achieving okay warrior woman it was a pleasure to spend this time with you go go and apply pressure warrior woman thanks so much for listening to this episode if you haven't, please give the podcast some love by subscribing now. And if you enjoyed this episode, please rate it and share it with another Warrior Woman. Also, if you want to go crazy, I'd love if you wrote a review for the Warrior School podcast. And also share and tag me with your biggest takeaways for the episode on the ground. Okay, Warrior Woman, have a great week in training. Bye for now.